You're listening to Win the Day with James Whitaker. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Broadcasting from Los Angeles, California. This is the number one podcast to help you win the day every day. Here's your host, James Whitaker. Let's go. Hey winners, welcome back to Win The Day Wednesday. In case you missed it, check out last week's episode with four-time number one New York Times bestselling author and presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. Marianne's got a fascinating perspective, especially coming into the 2024 US presidential election cycle that obviously has a significant impact on what happens all over the world. She also shares how she feels about Donald Trump and Joe Biden, how our educational systems should change, what society should do to to re-enable free speech and her best tips to upgrade your daily routine. Again, that's episode 170 with Marianne Williamson. Today's mini-sode is a special one. It's very close to my heart and you'll see why in a moment. Before we begin, make sure you hit the follow or subscribe button so you can get access to episodes like this one as soon as they're released. And if you're enjoying the show, give it a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on so more people can discover the show and start winning their day too. All right, let's get into today's mini-sode. And I mentioned previously how for the last Christmas I was in Australia, we had a beautiful two-week holiday, enjoying all sorts of sunshine and some big Queensland storms. And we had a 14-hour flight back to Los Angeles with our two-year-old son and our four-year-old daughter. So, of course, anyone would be very excited to get off that plane after so long being trapped there with the two young kids. And we landed at LAX. We ended up getting through security fairly fast, which was nice. I'd organized a car to come and pick us up that had car seats for the kids already pre-installed because that's the big complexity. When you got the two kids, they need their own car seats. No taxi or Uber would take you. And of course, it's not safe to do that with kids anyway. So I thought having the driver there would alleviate all of these concerns and just give us so much peace of mind at the exact time when we needed it. And we used that car service getting to the airport. So I didn't have any reason to think that there might be something wrong. Sure enough, we walk out of the airport. All we want to do is get home and the car is not there. So I'm calling the company to say, where are they? And they're trying to figure all that stuff out. And at the same time that we're doing that, we're trying to wrangle the two kids who are just exhausted and overwhelmed at that point. They're so tired. And then I got a phone call from a good friend of mine, and I couldn't take the call because I was busy chasing after my children and doing all of the other parenting duties. And that friend then sent me a text to let me know that my good friend and mentor, Dr. Mark Goulston, had passed away. So it was a really low emotional state for me, and it took me a a long time, you know, to be honest, I think I'm still processing that. And Dr. Mark Goulston, I've recorded two podcast episodes with him on the Wind Today podcast. We recorded an episode for his podcast as well, and had so many conversations in the interim. Uh, If you don't know, Mark was a 26-year psychiatrist. He was a hostage negotiation trainer for the FBI. He was a consultant to some of the biggest companies in the world, uh, released some incredible books. But if you really think about it, he was a leader in mental health. That was his that was his jam. What you could do to be able to help people who are in a dark mental place and to give them the tools and the, the hope and the belief and confidence to be able to start enjoying a bit of happiness and a bit of presence and a bit of growth and momentum all over again. So it didn't just mean a lot to me. He meant a lot to so many people. And through the conversations that he and I had the opportunity to have, he would help me out with everything from personal stuff. You know, as someone who 
has a, a working wife, and obviously I'm working and traveling a lot too. We've got two young kids. Uh, it's a crazy time, as anyone who has young kids would understand. And it's nice to have people to be able to talk to about that journey and how to manage some of those challenging moments. So that's what Mark was to me. He was not just a professional mentor for all these different business things. He was also very much a personal mentor for me too. And I looked forward to any opportunity that we had to catch up. And earlier in 2023, Mark called me one day to say he'd been diagnosed with something called MLS. And previously, Mark had been diagnosed with lymphoma. So given his health history, the outlook was not good at all. And despite the news, Mark accepted his fate gracefully. And he told me that the prospect of dying, and I mean, we're all dying, but this time he had a a much more fixed and specific and shorter time frame on, on that. Mark told me that the prospect of dying was teaching him things. Things that living never did, and he was actually more at peace than he had ever been. And to understand Mark, much of his life was driven by this quote from Michelangelo, which was in reference to sculpting his masterpiece, the Statue of David. Michelangelo said, I saw the angel in the marble and carved until I set him free. So, Dr. Mark spent his career finding the angel in people, especially when they didn't see it in themselves, and setting them free. Through his incredible knack for listening and what he called surgical empathy, Mark was able to give people in despair the one thing they needed to continue, and that was hope. And if you want to see how he did that, you can check out episode 109 that we recorded together. That episode's called Win Your Mental Health, and I'll link to that in the show notes. So that's what he did for people people who really needed help and were in despair and were struggling a lot with their mental health. And for people who were already successful and looking to get to that next level, he gave them a plan. And Mark and I would spend hours on Zoom and on the phone chatting about what we could do to take this win the day mentality that I've been working on now and spread it around the world to make real change in people's lives and just build that movement faster and bigger than ever. And as a result of those conversations, We've got business plans mapped out for at least the next 10 years that will eventually be revealed. I mean, I'm I'm in no rush um, to go too crazy with these different things, given that I've got a young family, uh, a number of creative projects, and I want to protect my time as much as possible for this phase that I'm in. But with all of the incredible kindness and generosity uh, and expertise that Mark had shared with me, he never once asked me for anything, not a single thing. And I thought that was extremely telling of his character. So what I want wanted to do was to dedicate this episode to my dear friend, Dr. Mark Goulston, so we can all benefit from his lessons. So here are five of the best things that he taught me. Number one, know who you are. Know who you are. When you're clear on your values and your purpose, it means that what's most important to you glows like an angel in the marble. Compare that to doing something negative that you're only doing because you're drifting through life, because you don't know who you are and where you want to go. And if you've listened to the show for a while, or if you've listened or read my book, Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, you'll recognize the Napoleon Hill quote, drifting is the primary cause of failure. And people drift through life when they don't know who they are and they don't know where they want to go. And to give you an idea of how that manifested for Mark, after receiving his horrible health news, he noted how everything he thought was important actually mattered very little in the whole scheme of things. All the bullshit that we let bother us that really means nothing. 
Instead, what was important in his life glowed like an angel in the marble, allowing him to focus his energy and find peace during what would be the most tumultuous or what should have been the most tumultuous and most painful time of his life. So, where did he focus that energy and where did he find peace? Well, that was in his family, to his children and his grandchildren who he loved so much. It was the friends he was helping to make the impact that they wanted to have. And most tellingly, it was the everyday person who Mark knew needed help, but simply didn't have access to that kind of information and expertise. Essentially, what Mark wanted to do was to help all of us see the angel, not just in ourselves, but in all those we care about most, since the ripple effects could quite literally change the world, if that was our focus. And Mark saw that second and final podcast episode that we did together as an opportunity to share that lesson with people. He wanted to raise the urgency so people like you and like me could start living our best life now without having to be prompted by a terminal health diagnosis of our own. So that's lesson number one, and it's so important important, know who you are, see the angel in yourself and in everyday life. Number two, accept the apology you will never receive. Episode 109 was the first episode that Mark and I recorded together. In the rocket round, I asked him what quote inspires him the most. Now, Mark and I both love a good quote, and this is what he said, forgiveness is accepting the apology you will never receive. Forgiveness is accepting the apology you will never receive. That quote was from American researcher, Dr. Sean Duperon, and I would later come to understand that it's the sentiment that helped Mark reconcile some of the difficult moments from his own past, especially the relationship with his father. And Mark was also acutely aware of the cost of holding on to hate, which is when you allow the feelings you harbor for another person to destroy your own life. So forgiveness is something you should always aim for, if for no other reason than that you care about yourself and your own future. Live with forgiveness, not hate, and you'll be a lot better for it, even if the process of forgiveness is one that you have to undertake internally. So that's the second lesson. Accept the apology you will never receive. Number three, make room for the bigger picture. Most of Mark's career was helping patients one-on-one and writing books. He was enormously successful at both and mentored a whole bunch of people on the side for various creative projects. Mark didn't live with regret, certainly none that he ever expressed to me, but he certainly mentioned that if he had his time all over again, he would have done a better job scaling his business so his work could reach and help more people and so his family would have more financial reward from the products and services that he provided. And it's an important reminder that in the pursuit to help the person immediately in front of us, we can lose sight of some of the bigger picture opportunities that can have a much greater impact and a win-win for all. And I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're someone like me and like Mark that wants to help people. So if you're playing small because you want to help the individual or focus on your creative pursuits, perhaps take a step back and think about what it would look like if the same effort could help change the world. Perhaps that's partnering with a business growth expert or making more comprehensive and interactive versions of your projects available. There's so many different ways you could go about that. And of course, each one has its own perils, but it's really important to think about moving away from the individual, where of course you're still helping being the individual, but you're using that time to be able to do something that can help the whole world. So that's lesson three, make room for the bigger picture. Number four, live the Goulston mantra. Live the Goulston mantra. 
During our final podcast episode, and I'll link to both of those podcast episodes in the show notes, I said to Mark, if you could give everyone on earth a book with one message written inside, what would the message say? And this was his response. Be kind, be curious, get shit done. It's so good. And I really wasn't expecting those words to come out of his mouth. Be kind, be curious, get shit done. So let's break that down a bit. I believe that the be kind part begins by listening, not pretending you're listening, but actually listening through your eyes, through your ears, and through every other part of you. And when you do that for the first time, the other person's response should astound you because it's so rare in today's world to have someone truly listening to you. Next is be curious, not just about your own potential, but about how the work you pursue and the relationships you engage in can make things just a little bit brighter for us all. Even the chance to understand a different perspective can change everything. And finally, get shit done. Now, that one should hopefully be pretty self-explanatory. That means that you can talk a big game, but eventually you've got to roll up your sleeves, get in the arena, and do the work. So that's what I call the Goulston mantra, be kind, be curious, get shit done. And the final one is number five, lead with an unsolicited apology. This is a big one, and it can be applied in just about every setting. To give you an example, let's say there's a loved one or a friend that you haven't properly communicated with in a while because there's something petty standing in the way, but you know it's an important relationship, one you value, and perhaps time has just gotten in the way where you've just drifted apart. So how do you get it back on track? How do you get these valuable relationships back on track if you feel like they've fallen out of your grasp a little bit? Well, you can either accept the apology you will never receive in the event that you feel you've been wronged, like the quote that we mentioned earlier in this episode, or you can initiate the conversation by coming up with an unsolicited apology of your own. After all, the smallest action means more than the largest intention. And once that process is initiated, you'll break the awkwardness and then you'll wonder why each of you spent so long apart to begin with. So don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait for the frustration of your fingers lurching for your phone to dial the number of someone who can no longer answer. I've been there and it's a horrible feeling. Do whatever it takes to connect with the most important people in your life now. Mark did so much for me and saved countless lives throughout his career. He really was an extraordinary gift, as you can tell by these lessons, which are really just scratching the surface of his incredible body of work. And I hope alongside me, you're excited to continue the legacy of our friend, Dr. Mark Goulston. That's all for this episode. In the show notes, you'll find a link to each of the two episodes that Mark and I recorded together. There's so much gold in them. Remember to get out there and win the day. Until next time, find your angel and set it free. Onwards and upwards, always.